Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 22 is where we left off last time. Luke chapter 2, if you have a Bible with you, grab one. If you don't, from the, the chair in front of you, follow along. We have, as you probably know, we have eight people in our family. And what's interesting about our family is that only two, my oldest and the youngest, share a, a birth month. So we have seven months out of the year, we have birthdays. But that also means that seven months out of the year, we have well child checks, which means we have to go to the doctor quite a bit. And if it wasn't just that, it's my monthly shots that I get and then doctor's appointments for sniffles or whatever else we have to go to the doctor's office for. So I'm kind of what they know is a frequent flyer at the doctor's office. I'm always there. It seems like I'm always there. At least it seems like almost once a week I'm there at the doctor's office for something or another with a kid or whatever. And, and it seems like whenever I'm at the doctor's office, it just it's like a second ministry to me. You know, I'm there and then somebody comes in and either there's somebody who you know, I've never met, but they strike up a conversation or I strike up a conversation with them. And the next thing you know, I'm talking to them about the Lord, maybe inviting them to church, or maybe it's somebody who, you know, is, goes to our church and I'm there just kind of minister to them, whatever sickness or illness they're in, you know, and, and whatever they're going through in their life. Or maybe it's somebody who hasn't been to church for a while. And that happens quite frequently. And they're like, oh, Pastor Mike, oh, I just kind of, I guess I should be in church, you know, or a doctor or a nurse or whatever. I get opportunities. And, and, and so I kind of go to the doctor's office kind of expecting that, like expecting that I'm going to see somebody, expecting that I'm going to be able to minister to somebody. And sometimes even before I go, knowing that that happens, praying, okay, Lord, use me while I'm there. You know, it's like my second ministry over there. The other day, I was actually there with one of my boys, and it seemed like half the church showed up. I was actually thankful because as I'm sitting there, I'm sitting next to the hand sanitizer. And so I started shaking everybody's hand, like, where are you here? Oh, I'm just really sick. Nice to see you, Pastor Mike. You know, pump my, yeah. <laughs> lather myself up. Oh, man. But in a way, today as we look at our text, we, we see Jesus at his first appointment, his checkup, his presentation, if you will, that they're going to bring him before the Lord, something that every Jewish family had to do. And so if you're able, will you stand with me? We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 2. And it says, Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of two turtle doves, or a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. 
And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed him and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phenuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all these things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. And Father, we thank you for this section of Scripture, Lord, that we're in today, Lord, as we look at just these amazing things, Lord, that you did through bringing your Son into the world and just the, the words that were spoken over him and the things that we see here in your word today. I pray, Lord, that you would just help us, Lord, to see these things for what your spirit would be speaking to us. And Lord, that you would make application in our hearts, Lord, as we just seek to to know you more through your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Now, chapter one, we, we remember that Mary has been through quite a lot. And I'm sure as she goes into this, she's trying to process all of these things for herself. She's trying to process this angelic visit that told her that she was going to be the mother of the Son of God. She was trying to process probably this, uh, the word spoken by Elizabeth, her cousin, who said that she was the mother of her Lord. She's trying to process the dream that Joseph had, that he should stay with Mary and not put her away because that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Of course, we see that in the book of Matthew, not in Luke. But, but then, of course, going the, having this bad news of, of they're going to have to travel in her tr- third trimester, 109 miles down to Bethlehem, and then, you know, just not having any room for this child to be born in, in the inn and having to have him outside somewhere maybe in a stable, and then placing him, wrapping him in rags, and then placing him in a feeding trough. It it had to be so confusing, so unbelievable, that they would have to go through this. And then, of course, the shepherds coming, and, and proclaiming how they had seen an angel, and that God wants peace towards men, that he has goodwill towards men. And, and that they were told by the angel they'd find the baby wrapped in grave clothes, lying in the manger. And, and of course, that's what they found. And they rejoiced and they went out and spread it abroad. And it says that Mary pondered all these things in her heart. It had to have been a very, very strange event, a strange set of events in Mary's life. And yet this child, the shepherds would tell her, was the Savior, that he was Christ the Messiah, the Lord. 
And, and that had to be kind of an interesting thing as we see Mary and Joseph kind of processing all of this and, and then eight days later taking the baby, having him circumcised, and then naming him Jesus according to the word that the angel had given them. And that's where we find ourselves in verse 22. It says, Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. So just like we have checkups and milestone appointments, they had the same type of thing in their day, except every male that was born would have to be brought before the Lord. Now, if, according to Leviticus chapter 12, if you had a male child, and then you were unclean for a period of time, a woman would be unclean for 40 days. It was eight days until the circumcision, and 33 days after that, then she would be declared clean, and she would come to the temple and offer a sacrifice for her uncleanness. And, and the same thing if she had a girl, except for whatever reason, I guess because girls are twice as good or something like that, they had to wait 80 days. And so it was, it was a little bit longer, no circumcision, of course, but then 80 days that, that they'd be unclean and then they'd bring themselves before the Lord and they'd offer an offering for the Lord. And this is, this is kind of interesting because this time they'd offer, first they'd offer an offering for the child but then they'd offer an offering for the mother because of her, it says, flow of blood. But notice what it says. It says, as it is written, verse 23, as is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And so what this means is that every, every male child, the first child to open the womb, was considered the Lord's. In fact, kind of almost like a priest would be considered the Lord's. And in a way, this child would be holy to the Lord and, and able as, as a firstborn son to belong to the Lord. However, they could redeem the child back by paying five shekels, which is about 100 grams of pure silver. They'd bring that offering and they'd buy back that child from the Lord. Now, they didn't have to, I suppose, because you remember the story of Hannah. Remember Hannah goes before the Lord and she's crying out, making her, she's childless. You know, her, her rival, Penina, was having children and she wasn't having children and she was upset about it. And so she goes into the temple and she's weeping before the Lord. Eli, of course, uh, accuses her of being drunk. And she says, I'm not drunk. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my petition out before the Lord. I, I just want a child. And she promises the Lord as she's crying there that she would give the child to the Lord. If you give me a, a, a child, take away my reproach, I'll give the baby to, the, to you. And, and of course, Eli tells her the Lord's granted your request. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.